What's up, everyone? Great to be back. As always, it's the big show with the big man with the big mouth on the big apple. That's me, Big Johnny Stud at John Legaza on the Bird app, formerly known as X. Here we go. It's September. We're making our way round third, right? And there ain't no quit in us. It's like major league, right? We're not just going to score. We're going Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> we're we're going to uh, you know, I want to do uh, like a like a flip into home plate. Rate, review, and subscribe because that stuff matters more than it should from me and Coop, the best producer in the world. Maybe the nicest guy also. Like the type of guy, Jay, for real. Like if I if I had a younger sister, I'd be like, yeah, baby, you may want to get up to Canada. Run out of good guys out there. So let's do the thing we do, everybody. Me and you, Colton Pen Crew, OPMG, Rich Clark, Buendia, good morning, buongiorno. OPMG with a really good question to start. We got a short slate today. So let's get right into it. BGC, my favorite. Member of the Can Am Connection, dating myself with these WWF. For the first one, WWF, I dated myself, but dating myself with that. Who remembers that? Man, that's a, that one goes way back. Can Am Connection was Rick Martel before he was the model, and Tom Zanke, I believe. How do you like that? Jeff L. Good morning. Welcome everybody. Three hundred. Will we give to the books nothing, but we take from them absolutely everything. Okay, we truly are. We truly are the book's worst nightmare. A group of intelligent, hardworking, dedicated people with a good and sustainable attitude. Also working risk management into the picture. Trying to learn off each other and avoid the groupthink. You know, again, I, I happen to have the soapbox right now. And it really means a lot to me when my guys, Brian Rose... Tabani called me your professor. It means a lot to me to help people. It really does. That means the world to me. But again, you all know it. I'm a sponge, man. The door swings both ways. I truly try and learn something about baseball betting every single day. And thanks to you, I think I have. So let's do it. Let's get to that first question. My man OPMG really like, you know, if we if we have a star pupil, it's gotta be him. Really working hard, taking the data that I put out. Again, you follow me on Twitter. You know, taking a sharpener. But I got to tell you what, if you're listening to the show, just don't pay. I'm going to open it up next week. Don't don't pay. If you make money and you want a tip, that's what I'll do. I'll probably just put the PayPal stuff up. And if people want and have it, that's the money I want. People that want to contribute, I want that money. <laughs> but like, if you don't have it, I don't want to squeeze that. It's not like that for me. So OPMG really sharp at taking my work, the implied team totals, using the starting pitch sheets. The bullpen data, the split team offensive stuff, the pitcher ranks. I put it up. Whole, gosh, it's a freaking fount of information every day. Whether you're betting on baseball, prop betting, DFS, even playing fantasy, I really think there's a lot of value in it. One of the things that we stumbled on, if you're following along, yes, I hit like the lottery. I've had some pretty significant professional bettors tell me that it was the largest ROI they've ever seen proven, which is like pretty damn impressive. I, hit, I think I hit a, was it 7,800 to one? <laughs> oh my God, so, so stupid. It's like a dollar forty over 10 grand. Oh my gosh. On under hitter strikeout props, right? So for a hitter not to strike out, you get some really juicy odds on those guys. 
And I feel like we found some edge. The book using larger data sets. And I would buck up against that, saying K rate, walk rate, a lot of times disciplinary sets stabilize in a much shorter sample. And not say you're looking at a few at bats. But again, that's where I got the moving averages moniker from, looking at different. That's the whole idea, right? You're looking at different time frames and analyzing how they interact with each other. So you're not doing what my boy John Anderson does, who I love, man. My guy knows it. But I could not ever disagree with him more when he talks about not being able to prove hot hitters. Because a player that had a barrel yesterday is not more likely to have it today. It's like, dude, that totally lacks context. You can't look backwards. And even say a guy with an 850 OPS last seven is hot. Because what if it was 1450 in the 14, right? And you're now tailing away from it. That's the idea of using time frames. Last thing on that, umpire auditor, if you're into it. First of all, if you're doing these strikeout props, just be ready to be aggravated. They come at really big odds for a reason. You could chase bad calls at worst, and that's it. It's like over. OPMG asking though if there's a starting pitcher K percentage I use as a line of demarcation where you won't consider the hitter. Now here, I'll give everybody a little bit of my process, and then we'll blow through the games today. Because, uh, you know what, again, the... Group chat on Twitter, you can hit up Matt Williams, replace the L's for sevens. Hit him up if you really want to join, like a free little community. Man, Thunder Dan is in there now. Frank Almirante is in there now. Me and Maddie, there's a couple, like, it's it's pretty cool. And again, you could just toss in questions and get some good answers from the crowd. We've had sharper people like OPMG and others, Brian Rose, my guys, you know, cashing out these K-props, how to digest them, and... Man, it's pretty crazy. Again, so you, you got to keep the good attitude. But to OPMG's question now, generally I'm looking at a couple things now as I progressed. Yes, we're looking at a pitcher right off the bat. I, I would say if they have like a 26 or 27% K rate on the season, you might want to be out altogether. Again, because we're assuming four PAs, and, and just in general, you, it, you're up against it. I do like to look at the split stuff. That's why I provide it, because there are some pitchers that – Pitch to contact to a certain handed hitter. And if it's a good pitcher that could get distance, there could be something there. I have found I like to look at the bullpen stuff also. And then, as you know, we've mentioned trying to identify hitters at home that are also the favorite without a large implied team total. Yeah, I know, like, the conditional list is starting to get a little bit long. Tim York, good morning. But that's how we get there. And I try to be very clear. I have not figured out, and I not figured out anything. I just try and put together the strongest input set to get us to where I really, truly believe that this that these things are mispriced. We're talking about guys. Maybe we'll come up with some today as we go through the analysis. If I find a handed hitter, I'll show you how you can find these. Some of these guys, it is straight up like outrageous. Again, if you're operating under the theory that all 50 plate appearances or 100 plate appearances, you know, is something that might be learned about the disciplinary trends for a player, then, man, there is just value like porn right here. As I was rambling, raving, raving, I wanted to bring it up. I have also, again, this is something you could hit me up with. I just, we just found out you're able to share them. You hit me up on Twitter, at John Legaza, hit us up at Call to the Pen. I'll share the Fangraphs custom sheet with you, man. I build this stuff. I don't keep it to myself. 
my model is forward facing, my algo is forward facing, my results are forward facing. You know, try and really beat the market price. Like that's what we're doing here. That's what I'm doing here. I'm trying to take the hardest shot, show people that how difficult the right it can be, but that it may be possible. So let's take a look. One player, I, I actually hope they work out. I haven't bet these. In a, I haven't bet these in a couple of days, to be frank. Because again, I started missing, and I got was mentioning the bad calls. Umpire auditor put it out just for the month of August. Just for the month of August, two hundred and sixty some odd missed strike three calls. That was the. That was, that was, the forget all the other stuff. And you do the average, assuming you know full game slates. Nearly ten strikeouts. I think I had nine. Nine lost strikeouts every single night. So you got to bake that in. But take a look at one of the pieces. You know, again, we don't always get a chance with this. And we're at the point where we're getting ready to wrap up the season. I want to leave people with as much to think about to work on in the offseason going forward. Yeah, I mean, he's still doing it. Got My guy, Jesus Sanchez, love Jesus Sanchez. He's had trouble with strikeouts in the past. He's also a young hitter. Growth is not linear. And when you start to look at things maybe a little bit more closely, I mean, he's displayed some really great plate skills. Check it out. And again, these are the, these are the stuff I'm looking at. Jesus Sanchez, last 73 plate appearances. 73 plate appearances. He has 11 strikeouts. That's 50% strikeout rate. He has an over 80% contact rate. 89% zone contact. I want to be fair. It's 88, 89%. 29 O swing and an eight and a half chase. Those are all well above average. Great son, what's going on? William Craig, what's going on? Yeah, William Craig, you're you're on that. You're you're right. It's a performative thing for them. Then sometimes they get into a groove. These guys are just not very good at their job. They never get corrected. So it's like a bad child. What do they do? They keep repeating it. You're not allowed to fire me. Like, you know, my kids knew I couldn't punish them for going in and taking fistfuls of ice cream in the middle of the day. That's probably what they would do. So just last thing, think about that. Think about that that data set. I also added Woba. Someone was asking me why. And I mean, Woba when it hit it was good, right? You're kind of trending up. I was also doing the math to see if it was worth tying in total bases. We're gonna get it, we're gonna start the games in a second, but I really I've been into this. I made a lot of money doing this. I, every time I put out for public, we've done bad we've done okay. We haven't done bad, is what I mean to say. But then like I'll go and play it right now, I'll rip off, I'll rip off a sick parlay like because I'm just I'm just working in, I'll get my answers, and I can't not play them. But I also want to put you know thousands of dollars on the stuff because I'm going back to the testing phase. Rip off six or six and hit for twenty five hundred. Like I can't freaking believe this. I don't want to post them, it's embarrassing. I'm a handicapper that post stuff I don't share. Uh, but I'm testing, you know. So I've been convinced that there's serious edge to this stuff, like legit, serious, hardcore edge. I wish I had a team of traders on this. Jesus Sanchez every single day. Now I think I might have seen some plus 150s, literally plus 195 every single day to not strike out. Every single day. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And if you're just having the list of guys, and Cody Bellinger was like that for a while, Michael Massey was like that for a while. So again, you follow my work, you get up onto this. Cesar Sanchez, okay, he struck out three of the last five games. You know what, though? At plus 190, I think it's a profit. Then three out of four, he didn't strike out. He struck out two in a row. He went six without a strikeout. If you're banging 186 days in a row, that is a misprice. If you just wake up and blindly betting, you know, Jesus Sanchez on the strikeout prop. So, yes. OPMG, we're looking at K-rate. I like to look at the hitter as well. 
We know from the K-leader stuff, you kind of have to look at both sides of the coin. I also like to look at bullpens. Some bullpenchers don't, I, I provide this stuff. Some bullpenchers don't get swinging strikes and don't get whiffs. And some bullpens get a ton of freaking whiffs. And you really don't want that. Let me give you one example before we get out of here and into the games. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I had the wrong thing up. All right, that was offense. All right, bullpen. So, for example, Ray's bullpen right now is crazy, crazy good. 47 and a third inning. They're striking out 30% of batters, 80% zone contact. Meaning they're winning in the zone. They're throwing strikes and striking guys out. A 30% strikeout right there. 40 innings. It's just a bullpen. So after five, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, you're getting up. You run out of three chances. You know, it's not great. And if you get two looks, you're probably in trouble. So there's just a bit of the math. Hopefully you enjoyed it, everybody. New ones in context when you roll with us. Rate, review, and subscribe if you learned something. Tag Rob Pizzola, another part of the Can Am connection. Let's get into the games, everybody. Now, good. I Jay gave me some reason to have to hurry. <laughs> Look what I do. You know, I've always been like that, people. Here's a good piece of advice, my youngsters out there, looking to kind of cut their way. And though I'm not like some multi-millionaire, I have achieved at least a level of financial independence. Well, like I don't have a regular job. My wife doesn't work. We kind of hang out all day. My kids, my kids are back in school day, which means oh, skyrocketing in flight. Just kidding, although, listen, if you got a good attitude, you could be fat, hairy, ugly, loud, obnoxious, and you'll still pull a dime piece wife that's a fantastic mom. Wonderful wife. Wait for the right one, remember. It's like a good bet, man. You got one, you got one really good shot. Take it. All right, let's get into the games, yo. It's my boy Luis Castillo and the Mariners. Oh, how much do we love the Mariners? Every day, Mariners. Every day, every day, every day. Love it. Love it, love the Mariners. Rolling. Luis Castillo on the bump, minus 125. Slight favor. I mean, you see that right off the bat. You got to be thinking, we got to want a piece of these Mariners. I mean, just the way they're rolling. Let's break it down. But, Jay, bring up that board. 319 ERA, 103 whip for Castillo through 170 innings. He's been phenomenal. If you're following my fantasy work, that he was had the My Guy label. We got the VLO bump. We got the pitch mix change. And he went to Seattle. Again, if you're at the fantasy and you actually want to win your league, you got I charged $10, man. I think I wrote 200,000 words. It was just insane. Whatever. I just like to over-deliver. That was the lesson I wanted to leave with the youngsters. You want to get somewhere in this world, over-deliver. Just over-deliver. Work, you know, dance like nobody's watching. Do the best you can all the time. Sometimes it's not even worth it, but you got to think long-term. All right. Castillo, all the earn run indicators. Everything below four, looking solid. 27K to only six walk. Remember when he used to walk guys to control purely in place? 15 swinging strike, 31 whiff. I mean, that 27K rate might be even be on the low end. You know, he gets ahead, inducing chases, winning in the zone, doing all the stuff that we love. Ground ball rate a little bit lower than we're used to from Castillo, but, like, who cares? The reason is part of those strikeouts have come from working up in the zone. Again, hopefully, you know, you're learning when you hang on out with us. He's got hit hard, but, again, that lesson yesterday really quick understanding hard hit rates why we use both of them and why you really need to be careful when you cite hard hit rates for pitchers again just quickly fan graphs bis baseball information solutions uses a human element subjective element with a proprietary algorithm savant statcast does not it's a raw 95 mile an hour metric so there are lots of balls like so right here's the kind of difference castillo very low hard hit rate on fan graphs, very high hard hit rate on Savant. I remember this is actually, I sparked this. I think I wrote an article about this a couple years ago because I heard two people cite the same player. It was Vlad Guerrero, citing Vlad Guerrero when he first started for. 
He, I'm not drafting Flacco He's got a terrible hard hit rate. I am drafting Flacco because he's got a hard hit rate through the roof. And you can probably guess where it was. It was very low on fan graphs because he puts up on the ground so much. It's very high on Savant because it's always over 95 miles an hour. So which is better? I'd like to know both. But just to give you an idea why you shouldn't be scared of the 43% hard hit rate from Castillo. Come on, lessons. Bam, feathers, bam. 295 expected wall, but that's really what we're looking at. He's been death to righties and pretty good on the road. You know, no one's perfect. <laughs> I mean, he's just been so good. I love Castillo. Like I said, I love Bix. And the new Velo and the location stuff. Up against Zach's, Zach Little for those flat fish of Florida. Getting some love in the betting market. Only plus 115, man. Really, I'm really kind of shocked by this pricing. Seattle's got the upper hand all the way, man. We got to take that money line for sure. 1,000%. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strike while the iron is hot and keep rolling with my M's. Little's been okay. 470 RA, 1-3 whip. Kind of just a guy, 770 OPS. No indicators below 4, but not above 5, right? So just a guy, 19K, kind of whack. But only 3% ball rate validated with a 31%. Sorry, 3% walk rate validated with a 31% ball rate. Again, you'll be noticing that is my fantasy work and the betting stuff going forward. Really important, just the way when we, we cite K rate, but we want to be more descriptive than that, looking at chase rates and swinging miss rates and zone win rates, opposed to just K rates. And the same thing with ball, with walk rates. This ball rate stuff is phenomenal. It's the, it's the answer. So I did not like come up with this, obviously pretty intuitive. Baseball HQ, I know Ryan Bloomfield, my boy and very smart guy, I got to follow as they've used it for years at HQ, and then Jeff Zimmerman at Fangraphs uh, did an article this season about it. Okay, I always I always cite people. But first of all, I progenerate. I, I, you know, I've created enough work in life. I've been the progenitor of enough of this craziness that I don't need to steal anyone else's work. But into that note, because there is a lot of kind of copying and accusing in this content space, betting fantasy alike, it's not copying if you cite somebody. You know what I mean? Like, if you show them respect and cite them, then it's not copying. You're citing an expert, right? And that's the difference between smart people research and critical thinking and overperforming. So little, like I said, little's been okay surviving on the control. He gets ahead, and then you know he's not throwing any ball. So you you gotta get after him. But he's really struggled and pitched terribly at home. Two ninety one batting average allowed, eight sixty two OPS to a six ERA, two and a half homer nine. Again, not really seeing what the book sees. Seattle Mariner offense is humming right now. 270 BA as a team, less 500 PAs. It's an 875 OPS. Yeah, they strike out a lot, but it's not Little's game. So I like to not just throw the numbers at you, but how do they mesh? I'm Again, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. They're lifting. 45% fly ball. 46 pull. 13 barrel for the Mariners. 144 WRC+. plus. It's got to be top three, less 500 PAs. They've been very good. Like Julio is on fire right now. When a player like that catches fire, remember what Soto did for that Nationals team during their run? <laughs> OBMG says, if you pull from one source, it's plagiarism. If you pull from seven sources, it's research. Exactly. That's why, that's why I'm so smart. All you do is copy people, baby. <laughs> what if we just use Chad GPT, right? All right, so I got Seattle on the pitching side. We've got Seattle on the offense. Now, the Tampa bullpen has been... Very good. Not that the Seattle bullpen is bad. So, Jay, maybe I should have asked for the F5 pricing. If it is comparable, I'd rather go F5. If we get into, like, the minus 145 range just to go F5, I would say thanks, but no thanks. 
Uh, I don't know. I'm like 20 here. I got like minus one. What 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 can we lock in? Minus 130? And what was the full game? Wasn't that the full game? Wasn't the full game minus 130? Minus 125? Yeah, let's let's take the F5. Let's go F5. Again, Tampa bullpen, if you get to that point, you don't want to mess with it. 47 and third, 247 ERA to a 0.97 whip. We mentioned a high 30% K rate, 80% zone contact, less than a homer nine. So if you get if you get into a tussle. With the raised bullpen, you're probably going to come up with a short hit. <laughs> OPMG said Julio's zone contact has been like 100% for two weeks. Again, that's part of what I'm talking about. These things happen in waves. Julio Rodriguez, in fact, Julio Rodriguez strikeout stuff, especially because he leads off, is so bad. They don't hardly ever list him at under one strikeout. A lot of times you get him at under one and a half strikeouts. And that's another one that I've noticed too, my man. I've had multiple players ring, and sometimes I see the under one and a half and I skip past it, where... I'm going to put the Maloika on it right now. That's the horns. Every time I hit, you know, when I say hit, when every time I've had a model hit, you know, ring on a player that had an under 1.5, because generally those are the worst strikeout guys, they've all hit. And I don't mean under, I've had single strikeouts, but I haven't had two. That was like Nimmo and Duval, a couple guys keep an eye out on. Just so you got people know I'm out there in these streets. Like I'm I was been really I was working on that like crazy. I made a ton of money and then so I decided to keep going. So anyway. Seattle F5, avoid the Tampa bullpen. Let's move it up now. We gotta hurry. <laughs> it's a Charlie Dodgers. Ryan Pepio on the bump, minus 120, slight dog. Slight favorite. I my apologies. Going to Miami to face the fish, my boy Braxton Garrett, although bit of a roller coaster ride for Garrett. Contr- starting to get it back on the control a touch. But man, I he was he was hot flaming hot fire. And again, if you're fan following my fantasy work, I do waivers throughout the year. And if you you know didn't have a good draft, we mopped up on waivers right on my teams. It's like Garrett and Cole Reagan's now later on. Just crazy. And again, because of the work we're doing here, right? I have such a such a fine eye on the pitching stuff. A lot of times these pitchers don't come up and throw six or seven innings in the first time, and that's what people are waiting for. We anticipate it. We see the underpinning stuff, check out the minor league stuff, and a lot of times we're, we're first. I've been very good with that. I'm hoping to soft land a main event qualifier, right? There's only a couple, three weeks left or whatever. I'm in first place, 122.5 points, 15-team, NFBC league. Let's go, Big Johnny. Winner gets a ticket to the main event. Yeah, mama. So it's Pepio on the bump for the Dodgers. He is pretty good. 129 ERA, 0.7 whip through 14 innings. Man, he's just mowing him down. 26K to only four walk. Another control artist. 31 CSW, 31 whiff. Really good stuff. 34 chase rate, 82 zone contact. So again, he can beat you in, beat you out. That's another good one. I probably should add, although we want zone contact low and O swing high, I'm going to have to come up with like a differential. Because that's another good one. We want that. That's a really great combo. Inducing chases and winning in the zone is another one of those ways to validate like a strikeout rate. Let's think about those two things that are important. That's how you get it done. I mean, talk about controlling hard contact. It's out of control. 23% hard hit rate on Savant. 3% barrel. Less than three quarters of a homer. 9, 242 expected wall, but 313 expected wall. But on contact, he's been ridiculously good. Obviously, all the numbers are good, so it's been great on the road, great last 40. 103 stuff plus, 103 location, 101 pitching, plus on the Saris models. Braxton Garrett, I mentioned a 3-9 ERA, 115 whip. You know, you love the whip, man, because that's really how you keep them getting destroyed, keeping guys off base. Garrett rocking the walk prop as well. 
sub four walk rate. What's that walk prop look like, Jay? It's probably juiced up. But you know, I do this to myself, people. It's another good lesson. I like to take my L's out for love. A lot of times I assume a line is somewhere and I don't look. Try to save myself time. And sometimes you see and go, whoa, really? Today, okay, that happened to be a case. I was on the money. The under one and a half is minus one fifty-five. But again, you could parlay those, and you know he's definitely <clears throat> that's definitely worth like a little juice reducing action. It's definitely worth a shot. Garrett's been really great in that regard, and he's corrected stuff a touch. You know, we had the little hiccup in the middle of July. He's actually gone out with three quality starts in a row. The strikeout seemed to have disappeared twice, but it's against Washington, so maybe that's okay. Also, the strikeouts disappeared against Houston, also at Cincinnati. So we've seen some change. I haven't had time to really dive in. That's my offseason stuff. But, you know, we love the control for Garrett. He's got the swing and miss. He's got the bully metric out of control, the reason why we loved him in the first place. That's when you add first strike and chase rate goes over 100. 67 first strike, 35-0 swing. He's a bully. He gets up, he gets ahead, makes you shake his junk. You know, in the 49% ground ball rate, I mean, you could, you know why I love Garrett? I mean, and he's on a lot of my draft champions teams too, those really deep leagues. It helps me kind of understand the league, get an idea of what teams have what coming. Yeah, I really meet, I really want to be the best, you know. It takes a lot of work. So Garrett's been good, but it's really tough to go up against the Dodgers. That's really it. Dodgers, just they kill lefties, they kill righties, doing everything. 290 team batting average, like 500 plate appearance. 290, really, 855 OPS, double-digit walk. You know, they pull 133 WRC plus 365 team Woba and Miami, not any good. They have some of the disciplinary stuff going. Like, they don't strike out. They make a lot of contact. But it's really, really poor. 46 ground ball, 39 pull. Yeah. Really not any good. They've gotten some barrels. Um, Solaire and Sanchez, right, will help that cause. But it's really tough to get with the Marlins in this one. I have uncertainty with Garrett. I'm worried about the offense. And then the Dodger bullpen's been phenomenal. 55 innings to a 278. ERA. Man, I'm starting to talk myself onto the Dodgers. Again, I automatically assume, like, oh, you can't, like, you can't bet the Dodgers because they're too expensive. But it's only 120. Yeah, let's get the Dodgers. Man. Like, how often do you get exposed, you know, exposure to the Dodgers in a plus matchup at, at, good, at a good price? So I'm into that. I think the Dodgers put it. I think we did pretty well yesterday. Also on the show picks, I felt we did pretty well. I, had, I felt we had a bunch of. I was sick to my stomach over that that afternoon stuff. Not to kill my boy Justin, but I was talking about the under Cincinnati, Minnesota, and we went with Minnesota on my kites. Thinking about it, you know, to kill him. That's what it is. Trust me, I miss all the time. Very clear about it. But right, was like he he said and that's that's why I like to work with other people. He said, "Why shouldn't I smash Minnesota?" I said, "Well, the rational counter is this. Not that you're wrong." You know, he made a good argument. I made the rational counter. It turned out that other was good. But it was the Brewers. Oh, my gosh. Lost to the Pirate Slate. Hashtag, we hate bullpens. Next up, Detroit Rock City, Erod on the bump. Eduardo Rodriguez, Los Tigres, leaving eight mile. Heading to the boogie down Bronx to face the New York Yankees. Carlos Rodone, minus 160 favorite. How? I do I don't know. Erod, objectively better than Radon. 311 ERA, 112 whip. Indicators all below four. 24K to only six walk. 29 CSW. 65 first strike. 84 zone contact. Really, a lot of stuff that's above average winning in the zone. Keeping the ball down. Suppressing hard hits. He's been really good in that matter. 29% hard hit rate. Two and a half blasts. Sub one. Homer nine. 283 expected Woba. Whenever the expected Woba is below 300, you got somebody good. You know, that stuff is... It's, 
it's extremely descriptive to the point it's so good at describing if you're good that it's predictive because good pitchers are good. He's also been excellent on the road. Radon's been a real disaster so far. 5 7 ERA 1 3 4 whip. Although I got a game log this one. I feel like I feel like we corrected course, but I wasn't sure if it got blown up on the way out. 805 OPS, you know, I mean, one of my biggest losses on the fantasy forecasting side. Although obviously there's a lot of injuries. But some people, my boy David told me that was the problem, and so I have to take those L's. But man, popping the hood on Radon last year was pure sex. He was so awesome. All the pitch shape, the velo, and everything was just so awesome. He was on deck for the real kind of Cy Young move. And it blew up in his face, right? He didn't, he didn't get the reps. And I guess he's corrected a little bit. He went six, gave up one, struck out one against Washington. Went four and two-thirds, gave up two, struck out seven at Tampa. Went five, gave up two, struck out four at Houston. So he's been pretty good against some tough comp. But again, it's been a really rough go because the... Control has been poor. You know, you walk to raise. Although it's it's chimed down a little bit. I'm still a bit worried. You know, we just haven't seen all the goods yet. I think the thing I'm probably worried about most is pitching in, in New York right now. It is hot. It's sweltering. The ball is flying. Yankees hit well like five solo shots a couple nights ago. It's crazy. He has a six X fifth, two and a quarter home run per nine. And that gets me to where I think we're going, Jay. And I think it's on the over. Can you bring up the totals? Get ready. I want you to take off. I want you to take off with the bet stamp stuff right after this. Remember, if we're going over, we're looking for the full game, me hombre. Again, we know the Yankees' offense is putrid. They are one of the best left-handed hitting teams in the big leagues. 383 woe, but 363 expected last 30 days. Humming. Top three in home runs, 47 fly ball, 46 pull, 47 hard hit, 11 and a half barrel. The Yankees are the sellout team right now. They crush lefties. Will Detroit hit the lefty today? I don't know, man. I was kind of leaning towards the over. My man Jeff has got the Yankees with the, with the win here. I actually have, now I'll go in the Yankees with the win as well. Like I said, I was leaning on an over if it was eight and a half. For the full game, Jay, is it still there? Eight and a half to the over Yankees Tigers, I think I like. Let's just try and write, let's finish this one up. So my assumption was Radome was going to get touched for a few. I didn't really see how poorly the Tigers had hit against lefties. That might be an issue. Yankees bullpen's also been really good, although if you're watching yesterday, we had the Yankee money line parlay on my sub side, and I'm so sweating from the windows to the walls. Oh, now we're man. Now we're down to the list. Now we're down to the last pitch. Bases loaded. Clay Holmes got it done, but the Yankees use all their big arms. Detroit bullpen's been really bad. Let's go with the over. Although, you know, I, I tell you, you know what I'm worried about, Jay? You know what I'm worried about? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before you smash it, I got to be clear. I think this is going to go to eight. But we don't have the liberty. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't want to get smoked on the challenge again, especially getting to eight is really tremendous. That's why, I want to be frank, that's what happened. I had my note. I just found it. I had this game to the over. I put it on my sheet for subs. I pulled it down because I, I think it's going to eight. So, let's leave it. Let's leave it. If it goes to eight, maybe we'll, we'll tweet something and, you know, we can show that we know what we're talking about. Because if not, there's really no need 
to jump this one, it's not going to nine. It, we've mentioned that with Betstamp. So this is perfect before the lead in people is one of the reasons Betstamp is so impactful, aside from getting the best price, which is a pretty obvious selling point, is to show you with a wide menu the directionality. If we saw some eights in there, well, we might be leaning towards that way. If you see large juice numbers to the high side, you might get to, up to nine. Everything was eight and a half minus 110. So I'm just kind of leaning on the model. And again, eight and a half close is pretty normal, but we wouldn't lose any value. It's just something I wanted to keep in mind for people. It's really important to check directionality before you bet on a total. Jay, do your thing, man. For sure, John. And John mentioned the many uses of bet stamp, but one of the biggest uses is if you're looking to improve as a sports better, the best way to do so is to use an odds comparison tool like bet stamp. BetStamp simply compares odds across every sports book, including games, player props, and futures. Save time and money by using BetStamp. Download the app today. If you're looking to support the show, check out the pinned uh, chat message in the description or go to the link on screen, betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Uh, if you sign up through, if you're looking to sign up for more sports books, uh, do so through that link because it helps support the show. Now back to John. Lots of BS in today for me. Hopefully, everyone enjoyed the show. Let's try and wrap this one up strong. I really don't have much here. Next up, it's Adam Wayne right on the road against the Braves and Max Freed. I mean, I, I just this might be the record holder for widest model spread I've I've had all year. Can I model five thousand games? My algorithm is at the very least at the very least my algorithm is very good, and at the very best my algorithm is freaking fantastic. Because I've had it, I've had it forward facing as I'm talking shit nonstop, and no one comes at me. I've had it picked up by different websites, and I put it out there, and people use it. From what I understand, it's actually part of a couple handicappers, you know, tapestry themselves. Because I get it out so early, and I, I like to think I'm extremely consistent. Six days a week, haven't missed a single day. You know, because go check. And that's what I do too. You don't have to follow myself to agree with it. Sometimes you should just check to see. You know, one opinion on it, one you know researched opinion on it. Let's go. So I have, I have the Braves modeled for almost a three-run win. So I guess Jay, there's no way I can pay the juice. I can't pay the juice to the run line. So okay, I want to see a couple things. Let's see Braves team total. Again, this one is I don't even know if it's worth doing the analysis. Wainwright has an eight ERA with a two WHIP. The Braves offense is absurdly good, and the St. Louis bullpen has a seven ERA list. 35 innings. That's all we need to know. This is Braves by a Jillian. Do we have like alt run lines? And we want team total. So let's go team total first. I was rambling again. Shocker. Shocker. Oh my God. Six and a half. Did he, oh, I don't even, you very rarely see that, but it makes a lot of sense. Holy mackerel. Gosh, Jay, I'm, I don't, I don't never, I've never bet that before. I, but I, without a doubt, I can absolutely guarantee you. I've got the model for six point three. Like, and you gotta understand modeling. It, I'm, I'm, don't, it doesn't spit out noise intense. Doesn't do that. Jeez, Louise, we gotta go for it, right? I talked to Smack. We gotta go for it. And plus, it's even money. I think that's the thing that got me. Even money to get the seven. The bullpen is so bad. Wainwright is so bad. You know, he's probably gonna go out and spin it right now. But yeah, keep on. Freed's been fantastic. 2-5 ERA, 1-15 whip. He's been really good. The St. Louis offense is kind of stunk, but they, they exploded yesterday, right? So I think that's a load blown. You know, sometimes I do believe in those things. Martin Robb says, thanks for your analysis, John. 
Got sharpener. Looks great. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. It means the world. It means the world. Jay and I are working extremely hard on this show. Again, if, if it, it's free. It's free. Just hit the like button. It's free. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I go crazy, man. I, I was one of those people, too. I used to suck up all this free content and not hit the like button and not subscribe, and you're like a jerk. Because those shows get canceled, and I've actually called, texted, what happened? DM them. We didn't hit analytical numbers in the show got pulled. And you're like, no, I didn't hit the like button. It's so stupid. Like, I would ne- a show I would never miss. So it's just, it's part of the symbiosis here. One hand washing another. Please rate, review, and subscribe. So, yeah, give me, I guess we got to take the Braves, man. And again, rather than the plus six and a half, because I think they're probably correlated, I might look for like a alt. I was looking at a, I was thinking about like an alt run line. Damani mentioned his name. He will appear, my man. So, like, that is, that's, right, right. I get it, Jay. Alts are not like a popular thing. But some books do provide alt. Run lines, and I think that's that's probably where I'd go. Because this literally is the potential. Like I don't even know if they'll give you a plus six man. Like could you go minus? Could you go minus a touchdown? <laughs> could we go for the Braves by a touchdown? All right, let's go. Let's wrap it up fast, man. Next up, Ryan Nelson and the Diamondbacks going to Chicago to face Javier Assad. I don't want to bury the lead. We're going over on this one for the full game. Nelson's had a rough go. Five and a half ERA, one and a half whip. All the indicators agree. Five and a quarter Sierra, plus five expected. That's normally like enough for me. Single digit KBB, single digit swing and strike. 23 CSW, sub 20 whiff, plus 8% miss rate. Like all the stuff that we're looking for. And he has a 10 ERA last 40 days. That's Ryan Nelson of Diamondbacks, plus 145 dog. Up against Assad. I know people are really into Assad in the Cubs right now. This is my bad chalk play for the day. Assad, yes, he has a 269 ERA through 87 innings. I ain't buying it. This is our negative regression candidate. Again, Jay, I feel like I, I hope you'll call me on this if I ever talk too much smack. Because you are you are like subtly associated with me now. <laughs> like you're on the hook for me. But I think I've been very fair. Taking wins on our ability to identify team success, like team sine waves. I also think we've done pretty well with the negative regression. Paid on Elder a couple times in a row, going up against Elder, you know, guys that we just were not buying. And that's where Assad falls for me. Five K minus walk ERA, 4 7 Sierra, and again, single digit KBB, 7% swing and strike, 39.5% ball rate. To me, supersedes a 9.5 walk rate. I think that's awful. 56 for a strike, 27 O swing. What's the opposite of a bully? He's just swirly, right? He's got his head in the toilet, getting flushed. And I honestly think the pain is coming. Yeah, he's a 177 ERA last 40 days, but he's a near 5 Sierra, 93 stuff plus on the Saris model. I'm not buying it. Both of these offenses are better than average. Arizona getting up off the mat. We've mentioned that. Keep an eye out. Generally, it's disciplinary stats to pretend that. Again, check mark for us. Gold star on my big crooked nose. 21K to 9 walk for Arizona. Single digit swing and strike. 29 chase. 88 zone contact. What are you hearing? Really good kind of matrix matchups here. I think we're going to get a lot of offense. And if you don't get it early, hopefully we'll get it late. Arizona bullpen's been objectively pretty bad. The Cubs bullpen has been good, but they have hiccuped at times because they give up a ton of contact and they walk a lot of guys. And again, that's a good way to get in trouble. But I think we're going over. It's eight and a half, right, Jay? That's what I'm hoping for. Let's just read the tape really quick. It's become something that I now work into my own betting plan all the time using BetStamp for real. 
you know, before I just said, go right now, let's look. We don't want to go over, right? Here, here's, here's the lesson, right? For big mouth me. Yes, it's okay to do analysis and come up with pricing in your head that's acceptable. That's a good method. The thing we don't want to say is smash the eight and a half over before we look and make sure there aren't other eights. Because if there are eights, one, you could bet that eight. Two, you might be able to get it on your own book if that one's not available. So, Jay, let's go over the eight and a half. I just think this one is 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 all over us. We're actually getting it like the minus 105, which is always really delicious to save those few shekels on the over. And then last but not least, it's not listed, but when it is, we're going to bet it. Cal Quantrill and the Guardians on the road against Griffin Canning, the Winged Lion, and the Halos. This is the one time you can bet on the Angels, but just keep in mind, you gotta do it at five, because the bullpen's been terrible. Seven and a half ERA, nearly five Sierra, nearly two whip for the Angels' bullpen. If it gets late, the Angels are going to lose. So, right, Jay's not up yet. I When I looked, I was doing the NFL stuff. Keep an eye on the Angels. Let's say... If the F5 money line is, I call it viable, and maybe I need a better description. Meaning, if it's minus 135 or better, you play it straight. And if you can get a plus in front of the run line cover, I actually think the Angels get that one as well. I've been attacking Quadril forever. I have the Angels like winning big here. And to be honest, even if the even with the bad bullpen, the full game run line might be on deck. Uh, Canning's strikeouts might be on deck. He's looked really good. The Guardians have just looked awful at times. They're, even their strikeout stuff is starting to dip down. Everything is in the garbage and they're the worst. Bottom hard hit, bottom and barrel. It's just disgraceful. They're really bad. So make sure you get with the Angels today. And that will do it for the fastest show on MLB. Absolutely, totally, anywhere. So from John Legaza and hanging with Mr. Cooper and all the wonderful men and women here at Call to the Pen HQ, the red-headed stepchild of the Hammer Bennett Network, the vision of my friend and jefe, Rob Pizzola, the pizza man. Tag the man on Twitter. Let him know how good of a job we're doing. You know they love to hear it. You know he loves to hear it. Rob, he's one of those guys, yeah, you mean he may not be like ubiquitous on Twitter? I have a feeling he's paying lots of attention. So, Damani, again, BGC, OPMG, every Brian, thank you for being part of the failings, grabbing the sword, grabbing the shield, grabbing the spear. Defending the tunnel, right? Defending the people. Give to the books nothing and take from them everything. Love it. We walk you through the little narrow pathway, walk you very politely over to the pit, and kick your ass right inside of it without a second thought. Without without a second thought, man. Because that's how we roll. Thanks for picking up. We're putting down here the wackiest show in MLB, absolutely anywhere, with the big mouth. Whatever. Wait, if you, listen, if you're listening at this point, I just figure like we're boys for life, boys and girls, friends for life, man. So enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy the pay. I have a really big NFL content announcement coming up again today. I'm going to compete rolling with some. I'm going to be rolling, baby. Love it. Love it. And my in season betting content will also be out shortly. And you know, I keep it cheap as could be. And if it's, I was thinking 20 bucks the entire year. You know, we're going to be doing all the all prop stuff and all my data sheets, which I think. Or the nut hand, again, the baseball stuff, if you dig it. I do it for football as the season rolls in, like no one else does. And it's going to change how you look at, I think, some of your betting and DFS work. So, from Big Johnny and Jay Bird, we love you much, man. We'll check you tomorrow. Remember, when you work this hard, feels a lot less like luck, yeah? Peace.